Let the beast about the cage that light about the dark. Can you build the inferno from my itty bitty spark? Coffee shop hustlers rise with the cream. A million of the writers, same Hollywood dream. Your pen and paper, all like bullets in the gun. Write what you feel, say what you want in the red room. We say what we say, we do what we feel. We gotta keep it real in the red room. All about the crap. You guys are grown. Let's go ahead and get in. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I was trying to be like like Martin. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm on horse today. <clears throat> can't do it. Uh, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. And you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what? You know how to say it with us, Prim Star. Come on now. 2016. 2016. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm just saying, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I am. You are guiding us. Exactly. So. Y'all know how we do it on a rant when we silly as hell. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. You hear her voice. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Interruption. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Bolakaja, a.k.a. the Street Nerdist. Hey. What? My show's back. What you on now? Vikings. Oh. My husband, Ragnar. My All my menses. <laughs> my girlfriend, Lagertha. I love her. So it's back. I haven't had a chance to catch up yet. Okay. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. So <laughs> you know you have your shows and you can't wait for them to come back. Yes. And like I've been waiting for Ragnar to come I back. I was so excited for The Walking Dead and now it's all went downhill. Anyway. Oh, no. um, <clears throat> I don't know. It was, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, well. I no longer say it's my favorite show that I want to read. <gasps> anyway. Clutch um, the pearls. <laughs> they almost, they needed to end, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, can, I just ask, can I just ask Go you this? Sure. Should they have killed Glenn? They didn't have to follow the comic book. They didn't have to. Be honest. No one's listening. They needed, it. They needed to kill Glenn for the sake of tension of the show, if that makes any sense. Because they faked us out. Last time they did, and they gave it to him. I thought that was like that. Was, yeah, I thought that, that was, was it, but I knew it wasn't it because they never got to Negan. Yeah, and I knew he was gonna. But do you think I read all the comic books? Because a lot of because a lot of fans are like they don't really want to watch it now because Glenn's not because you know he was like a crowd favorite. But yeah. and you know. if Daryl wasn't there, wouldn't nobody be watching? Child, look, so. look, they better not touch a hair on Daryl's head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that I'm not even watching the show anymore. You mess with Daryl. Exactly. I'm flipping tables on your set. <laughs> and Daryl ain't even fucking comic book. Okay, you know what? Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the mm-hmm. rent room. So you hear Lisa Bolakaja, mm-hmm. Street Nerdist, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sophista Ratchet. Yes. A.k.a. <laughs> what your, else? Your favorite Afro-Indigenous <laughs> auntie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited today mm-hmm. because last year... We had Primstar Santana with us with the Moonface Film who? Festival. Primstar! They don't know who? who her. They don't know who she is. Yes, they do. They better ask somebody. Yeah, but go back and what episode was that? It was 2015. <laughs> it was a while ago. I don't remember. I want to say it's 2015. Yeah, yeah. It was that long ago. December. Yeah, it was yeah, a year. It was the day after, after the festival, I think. Oh, so it's been over a year. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought but, it was this year. Look. No, and they had this is their second annual 
Okay. Moonface Film Festival. Okay, cool. And I had to have her come back because I love the first festival. I gushed about it. I wrote about it in Bitch Flicks mm -hmm. because it was one of those festivals where you can tell that people love what they were doing and they were there to support artists mm -hmm. and they had some good food. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all had some food? They had some food. <laughs> look, 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 look. They had the open bar. Because last year, so I think they had like beer and stuff, but this time they had like one child. Oh, Y'all got sponsors. Look, look I sat in the back. Mm -hmm. The mistake was, the mistake was, the mm -hmm. bar was behind me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you missed all the movies, didn't you? <laughs> And I was like, what? And then they had the food truck again, the Korean. Oh, my God. I had, like, the steak quesadilla with kimchi. It was so good. <laughs> this is before the movies even started. Like, I was eating and drinking. I was like, I was in a happy place already. Like, snacks and food and good liquor. And I was already in a good mood. And I was excited because it's the second annual film festival. And I'm so excited. Yeah, because I speak. Mm -hmm. no, no. So, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> and so, Primstar, let's have you introduce yourself and we have Roxanne uh, introduce yourself too because I really want to get okay. into um, a couple questions I had for you and we'll open it up and stuff. Sure. But reintroduce yourself to our audience. Tell us Tell about who yourself. you is, girl. Tell okay, who okay. Is. Uh, my name is Primstar Santana and I am the founder That's and. The best. Is it the Aww. best name? Is that like a superhero name? Yeah. Like in a sci-fi? It, it is. No, it's my parents were hippies. Um, oh, okay. That's my disclaimer anyway. <laughs> but it's true. They're, they take all the credit okay. for that one. Um, yes, I'm a hippie. No, I am. <laughs> I am the founder of the Moon Phase Feminist Film Festival and the director. And the creative director. Mm -hmm. so, but you're more than that. You're also I'm an actor. Writer, yeah. For, first and foremost, I'm an actor mm -hmm. and uh, and a filmmaker, and mm -hmm. that's where the festival stemmed from. Tell yes. the tell the people what what Moon Phase is who don't know. Moon Phase is a groundbreaking independent film festival mm -hmm. that f puts female driven film to the forefront. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we showcase feminist filmmakers from all around the world. Um, and Can men submit? Yes, mm -hmm. all gender. As long as it's a female-driven, exactly. Okay. All right. gender identities are welcome mm -hmm. to submit. Filmmakers of all gender identities. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, the one of the main points we like to make about our sure. festival that to that we can all embrace this word feminism and <laughs> feminist. <laughs> right. So right. Um, yeah, as long as there's a female lead. Mm -hmm. Then we want to see your movies. <laughs> right, right. I love it. Yeah. Okay, Roxanne. Hey, hey. Roxanne. Uh -oh, Roxanne. Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be your man. man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> she was in there rocking. Okay. Oh, she's doing. Uh oh. Uh oh. Come on, Roxanne. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Roxanne Morrison, and I am um, the co director and partner in crime mm -hmm. to lovely Prem Star Santana. Yeah. Um, Your evil twin. <laughs> yes, we are, we are kind of twins. Yeah. Yeah. Sister twins. Yes, yes, we are. Um, yeah, I was lucky enough, blessed to have Prem Star um, approach me for the second year, mm -hmm. and I hopped on. I wasn't a part of it for the first year, mm -hmm. but um, I helped her produce it this year, and um, we just had a freaking. Rad what, time. what was it about Roxana? What's what's your background that? Oh well, so we yeah we've met we met a, a few years ago in acting class. So mm -hmm. we were both actors, and we had um, an incredible chemistry right off the bat, mm -hmm. and just became very fast friends and. Um, just loved each other and supported each other. And then we went our separate ways. I finished school. She mm -hmm. did other projects. And then we just had breakfast one morning. And I was like, what are you doing with Moon Phase? Like, second year coming up. And mm -hmm. she's like, I want you to be a part of this. And at first it was more, you know, casual. Like, mm -hmm. whatever you need, I'll be hands. Right, right. And then as, 
as the months progressed, I became a bigger part and a bigger part and, until we were like hanging out every day. Yeah, we were attached <laughs> to the hip. Every at day the hip about it. Yeah. We were yeah. attached at the hip yeah. for sure. So nice. It, nice. it turned out to be my little baby as well. That's yeah. good. So, yeah. yeah. What I loved about it, and I saw it the second time too, is like, like really, like the the, the different so you types. Went last year too. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. I wasn't gonna miss out. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> you know, and I, I remember saying like, we got to have this again. And I was just so happy that it did happen again because a lot of times, like you said, it's an indie film festival, mm-hmm. and a lot of times when you're just starting out, you know, brand new, you don't have a lot of monetary support. A lot of people don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. You worry about people actually showing up. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was such a success last year. Like I just felt like this really really positive energy and, and a sense of like social change in terms mm-hmm. of women in films. And like, I was like, cross my, Oh, I hope they have it again. So of course, when they said we're having the second annual, I had to be there. Like mm-hmm. I drove, like I told my kids at my job, I said, look, <laughs> I'm out of here at three o'clock. I got to hit that LA traffic. Mm-hmm. If anybody's going to get in trouble <laughs> or fall off the snow, because it snowed up there this week. Um, so if anybody breaks their arm, you got to do that shit before 3 o'clock. Because <laughs> at 3 o'clock, I'm getting in my car. I hope the camp is alive when I get back. And I'm out. So at 3 o'clock, I left, hit traffic, got my good Korean barbecue. And so my mind, because one of the things when you, and we'll talk about this, one of the things I was thinking about, like, how different would it be this year? Because, you know, you have the first one. Sure. And there's a certain, certain tone that's set, and there's a certain expectation and then for the second year, I kind of went in thinking, you know what? I'm going to go in how I was the first time, just open. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. going to have any expectations that things are going to be better or not good or whatever. It was just like, I'm just coming here to see some films mm-hmm. and to be in a community of filmmakers who are here to support each other. Sure. And one of the things I do notice that's different from last year, because I remember last year, um, I loved a lot of the narrative films. This year, it was the fractured narratives hmm. and a lot of the experimental films hmm. that really jumped out. Okay. And intuitively, for me, I feel like that, with, with all the crazy stuff that's going on politically and socially in America, I felt like why I was connecting to those pieces is because I think we need a new narrative mm-hmm. and things are already being shaken up. Mm-hmm. And so we need artists to come and kind of explore things in not the same old linear fashion that sure. we've done. But oh. kind to bring new <laughs> things together. No, I'm just saying. I, I'm just like in awe of what no, you're saying. No, I'm saying right like now, that's just for me watching. You nailed and it. I, and I felt like those pieces that really spoke out to me, even though the other ones, the regular narrative, linear stories sure. were good. It was those fractured and weird, like the the, the music videos, the experimental films. Those are things that spoke most to me at the mm-hmm. festival because yes. I felt like these were women and people who were like, look. We need to change some things because mm-hmm. shit is kind of fucked up right now. <laughs> Hell yes. And the only people who are always going to save us historically have always been artists. Mm-hmm. So if you can get that out there to the masses, I felt like for Moonface second annual film festival, I think these new narratives, I, I just think they're just so vital right now. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I hope that those people who made those films um, realize the impact that they have from people watching those. Like, I had a whole look. look. I got my little list. As I was sitting there watching, I'm like, Check, okay, I like that one. Put a little star by that one. I mean, look, I had a whole list of them. But I want to talk to you, Prince Star, and both of you, Roxanne, because the one question I had, <clears throat> look, I got my little notes. This is my nerdy Lisa. <laughs> I love Okay, you. it's like... <clears throat> What? Okay. You should have had to do a panel. Okay, I know. No, no. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, well, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> well, the next question year. I have for both of you, it's like, well, Roxanne, you weren't there for the first one, but you probably have some input in terms of, of happening what's happened this year. Mm-hmm. So for Primstar, what is different this year? Like, what were some mm-hmm. of the goals and what was a little bit different from last year's festival compared to this year's festival? And what did you learn about yourself this year in creating oh, wow. this festival? Um, I, there was, there was a lot of things that were different, mm-hmm. um, different aspects. I think one of the main differences was 
one, the response was more inclusive than last year. Um, mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like the word is getting out to all gender identities that we can embrace this word. Right. Um, feminism mm-hmm. <laughs> as a whole. Right. And so that felt good. At first, I would approach people with, and that was actually one of the challenges I faced, was the word feminist. People were like, uh, you know, a little like, mm, yeah. but I, I'm a man. I can't be a part of it. Or um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm not an angry, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Whatever stereotype yeah, things that they stereotype. have. Yeah, that stereotype. And I was right. like, what? Huh? I'm okay. not a bitter, angry woman who's waving my bra around and burning <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of mind-blowing that that still yeah. is still the idea thing. Yes. of what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So I felt like I just felt that easing out a little bit more um, and people embracing it more so and mm-hmm. especially the crowd this year and I could see that mm-hmm. it was it was really it was last year was diverse as well were you at right. the same place no they're at uh, Conduit LA this year yeah different mm-hmm. locations right, right. this mm-hmm. year that's another thing that was mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. which was great I love the Conduit it was amazing people were in awe of that space oh I, I didn't even know it existed where is it? where is it's it? new it's, it's right it's... off of Baker Street downtown LA oh, yeah okay. Chinatown yeah Chinatown oh, like mm-hmm. I drove through there all the time and I was like mm-hmm. <laughs> and my GPS like wait what's over here oh I think I've been there and I'm like yeah. what Mm. What is this place over here? Yeah. Okay. Good so parking. Too. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It's right across the street. Yeah. I was like, literally, I was like, boop. I got there early enough where I was like, bam. I got there at 5. You know me. I'm a nerd. I get there at 530. I was like, park right in front. Like, what? You're like, what are those? Yes. <laughs> that was amazing, actually. Yes, I was yes. really relieved about that. Mm-hmm. But as far as other differences goes, I, I feel like I've personally, because this year, Roxanne and I, we did everything. Minus, we had a publicity manager who came on board, Marina Wise, who is a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, she Shout out to Marina. Shout yes. out to Marina. She saved our ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was so professional and really helped us be on the level, that level of professionalism mm-hmm. as far as getting the word out about Moon Phase. Um, but Roxanne and I did everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean everything. <laughs> and so we learned so much. We learned what not to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> what to prioritize and what not to prioritize. Um, so for me, I felt like an ownership of this festival that I didn't last year that mm-hmm. is so empowering mm-hmm. as a woman, and as a feminist, and as a friend and a sister to Roxanne. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just so... There's love in here, isn't it? No, it's like... <laughs> it's all love. Yes. Oh, no. It's just so beautiful of an experience mm-hmm. for me. Um and last year was too, but this year I just feel like I grew up, and hmm. and I learned to reach out to people. And we, most we of the were time, just talking. I mean, really? to no, no. We were just talking about you got to ask motherfuckers. For you shit. have to ask motherfuckers. You got to ask yes. motherfuckers for because shit you know what? Not. People want to say yes, and mm-hmm. there is yeah, you're going to get no's. Mm-hmm. And as actors, we know how that sounds <laughs> and feels. <laughs> so we're we're okay with that. Yeah. But when you ask people, really, especially. For something like Moon Phase that has a, a mission like ours, it really speaks to people, and people are just like, "Yeah, we want to help." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that came was the out biggest, of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah, the biggest pleasant surprise to yeah. me, uh, this being my first year, was 
how much people wanted to be involved yes. mm-hmm. and how much they actually cared because I would approach people kind of, you know, humbly and be mm-hmm. like, well, I'm doing this thing. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> what? Yes. Like, right. whatever you want, I will give you my time and my mm-hmm. energy and money and You're whatever. You're like, shit, I should have asked them six months ago. Okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, then you become a little bit more bold. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was a pleasant surprise. Remember I asked you for five grand? Yes. Can we do ten? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, now, I'll calm down. I, I meant to say ten the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love good. that. Yeah. Let me so, ask you a quick question. I mean, no, go ahead, you. Go ahead. just for the sake of an argument, mm-hmm. what separates your festival from what is it, La Femme? What's the other one? Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about. There's another one. Forgive me. There's another one that's very women strong. I forget what there's, it's called. I think there's, there's a, a few, several. There's, there's, yeah, in here particular. in LA, you're yeah. about, I think it's La Femme, and, and I think there's the women. It's called like the Women's Internet or. Film festival. Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it ain't yours. <laughs> yeah, but I should. I'm just, trying, just so that people understand. Because yeah. a lot of dudes in particular, are like, well, there's already one. Why well, do you know? You know the bullshit. Right. Totally. So let's let's totally. just just so we're clear. Right. No, that's a good question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that separates our film festival from the rest is that it's solely female-driven films. Mm-hmm. Um, and. As far as I know, I haven't seen that as one of the criteria that it has to be a female mm-hmm. lead. Um, but also that ours is a big, giant, amazing one night celebration. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that might change. We might have to do more days mm-hmm. next year. A weekend or but something. But it is mm-hmm. more, it's really okay. not just a film festival, mm-hmm. it's a celebration mm-hmm. of life and of her story. And of each other's different experiences. It's just a it's a real I mean, you agree, Rox? Yeah. Like, and I it's think a celebration more than just it's celebrating film, but it's mm-hmm. celebrating the our voices. Right. Right. And that's really mm-hmm. I suppose all film festivals are celebrating story they are celebrating mm-hmm. voices and stories, but I don't know. Ours is Ours is just special. <laughs> no, that's good. Special. I'm just curious. It's also, I think, grassroots mm-hmm. in its, yeah. um, just the, 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 when you strip it all away, the idea of supporting mm-hmm. filmmakers, um, no matter who you are mm-hmm. ar- around the world, I think um, it's just, it, it doesn't have to do with the money or the, or the industry or, you know, the, the glitz and the glam of it. It's mm-hmm. supporting people. And I think that that, in essence, is really just grassroots. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about Moonface. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, we, and I think that that's what we want to keep forever. And that's what you feel, because you, you have to come next year. Yeah. Like, when you're yeah. not as big. I know. I you're always coming next year. I know. But <laughs> Girl, I was that. telling about West when we did the Westworld thing. You're supposed to can. You just just if you're busy. turning down Westworld invitations, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. I, I get was it. Co-exec producer on a TV show. I was too busy. Yeah, no. but well, next year. Yeah, yeah, but the thing that, that next year when you come, it's like mm. when you first get there, like people like like literally when you come and check in, like people are happy to see. Like I've been to film festivals <laughs> where people are like, what's your name? Right. Uh, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you. Me too. That's over there. Here we go. Right. Like, they, I walked in and they was happy. <laughs> they <laughs> they like people. And they were like, "No." They were like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Great." <laughs> I said, "Well, I'm here for this. I'm with the press, but you know, yeah. I have my little ticket because I bought, bought my ticket. You this were year amazing." Too. And I Lisa. said, "I wanted this too." She's like, "You're a little stupid, great." And the food <laughs> truck was there. I was like, "I'll make it some food." Like people were like friendly. Like I walked in. Mm-hmm. Like there were people I was talking to. I didn't even know. I was just like, "Hey, what's that over there?" And oh, what are you looking at? Oh, what's that book you're looking at? <laughs> you know, and you start talking and there's like a community feel and it's like 
like I said, you go in, you feel like it's like a festive party, mm-hmm. and then you realize, oh shit, it's a festival, film festival too. Mm-hmm. Or we're here to watch film. Because the first part of it is just talking and intermingling, and people are like excited to see each other. And then it kind of just sets like this different tone, like, wow, it's not here about to be competitive. Mm-hmm. It's not here to show off and be like, well, my shit is better than your person. Mm-hmm. It's more like we're going to celebrate watching a bunch of cool shit, and we get to watch it in a really cool place. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we get to have like snacks and sit around and just mm-hmm. have fun. And then as soon as the, and then who, you're called the, the, the host Yay. were fucking hilarious. Oh, yes. Who was what were their names again? It was the two, the two. Uh, uh, Alana Johnston. I almost, I always almost get her name wrong. I'm sorry, Alana. <laughs> Alana Johnston and Holly Prazoff. They mm-hmm. are, some really funny, amazing women you have so to meet. They were so funny. Because once they got up there and got the ball, like, got once we got in our seats and they started talking, like, it just elevated it to, like, look, we're here to have fun. We're here to support. Like, they really helped massage the audience. Like, yeah, hey, we're here to have some fun. Mm-hmm. And they were funny. I mean, I was, like, I was like falling out in the back, <laughs> you know. And they had a, they had a short that was in the, the festival, yeah. too, that was really funny with the... The diaper. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, the diaper. And it was like, good. And like I said, there was like, you had music, you had DJ. It was like, really, it, it's what a festival. Like, it, it makes the word festive and festival what it's supposed yes. to be. Uh-huh. And like I said, like, the only thing I'm mad at with you, Uh-oh. young lady, Uh-oh. is, because you know, my thing is, I need to see you. Like, you know, I've told you this last year, like, Primstar has like a world-class face. Mm-hmm. And oh all God, the projects Lisa. that she has, like she looks like a different person in every single oh, that's one. Right. So this year, and the reason why I'm mad is because you did. There was one. <laughs> what was it called? I wrote it down. Was it Cosimo? Cosima. 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 And so it was like a, a trailer for that. Mm-hmm. And I sat there, I'm like, oh, she's going to be on an Irma. I was mad because it was really short and I wanted to see more. <laughs> uh, like, it was like thing. so hypnotic. That like, is. look, if you've never seen Prim Star before, like, she, you're so hypnotic on screen. And you always do something that's like a sci-fi alternative. And I feel like I really need to see you in a feature-length film doing Mm. something with sci-fi. Because those Mm -hmm. images, like literally when she came out and then you said the line, something about we're all made out of stars. And then it kind of faded. Like, no, bring it back. I want more. Like, when are you going to do like, do I have to write some shit for her? Maybe Mm -hmm. I need to write some shit. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) Because the the short was was called Irma. It was two minutes, and it's a woman trapped between two different dimensions in an infinite time loop. You know, I love infinite mm-hmm. time loops. <laughs> We're and just talking like, about Twilight Zone. <laughs> and she's yeah, able to break it. free for only for a split second to remind us of something very important. And it was like, and she says that line, and then it fails. I was like, no, I want more. Aww. And I was like sad for a second, because I know last year you had the, the one piece that I really loved, and then the opening one with the lunar and all that. And it's like, when are you going to do like a longer piece? And if you put you another short, so if you put another amazing. short at Moon Phase, I need at least ten minutes from you. <laughs> Not two. I minutes. promise. I promise. That's actually a really good note for you yeah. to hear, because sometimes we get caught up in, oh, I can handle two minutes. I can I can produce it. I can blah blah blah. Instead of expanding yourself, so that your agents and whatever else is like, oh, she can handle a guest star role. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's a good one for no, because it was like one. like it's like. The images were so phenomenal. Even with the trailer uh, for Kasim, it's just the sci-fi and just whoever your cinematographers or whoever you have doing that, like, even though you're doing it a small, it just seems so big. Can you send it to me? Yay. It yes, looks so big. It. No, it looks like a big, and it's like, as you're sitting, even the people behind me. Are you like, talking about Cosima? Cosima, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Shout out to Ben Gilbert for the visual effects mm-hmm. of that um, and the editing and the color. Okay. Then, How many jobs? He yeah, got he's amazing. And Matthew Renoir for our cinematographer. Oh, who's the mm-hmm. other actress that was in there with you? Roxanne. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> that was her. I 
was like, is that you? Yeah. Oh my a, God, so both of you. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So is that going to be like a feature? Yeah. Like, well, it's going to be a short film. A short okay. film. As of now, but mm-hmm. we are debating whether or not to make it a some a mini series okay. or something. Okay. okay. So yeah, it's something Roxanne and I have been working on for a couple of years now. I've been simmering yeah. on this. We both looked amazing in it. Because like you. the whole time I'm sitting, it's like, oh, I've got to see that. Like I said, it just looks so big and. And I, like I said, because I think in 2016, I'm in a space where I need us to be grander and bigger mm. and thinking more out the box. It just felt like that trailer Cheers. was just doing so much. And I was like, oh, more please. We were, <laughs> yeah, more please. We were in the back, like hugging each other and jumping up and down when we saw it. Because seeing it's it on a screen yes. and yeah. the sound. Yes. And the audience. Yeah. the audience. Yes. It was really exciting. It was, it was very. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I've got to see it again. You guys got to send me things so I can. We'll send you all of this. But, both of you. <laughs> but jumping into it, like I said, a lot of the pieces, like I said, that stood out for me um, were amazing. First one I want to say is. Um, uh, Catherine Canty's January Hymn. Yes. Mm. To me, okay. This is how I would describe it. Because the <laughs> description in the thing, it talks about a reflection of grief and, you know, Claire returns home for the first anniversary of her father's death. So it's kind of like, it's a fractured narrative. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was like a tone poem. Mm-hmm. Like a tone mm-hmm. poem on grief and how do we process, and like, this is, this is because you know, I'm, it might have been the liquor talking. <laughs> it might have been the red wine. <laughs> I'm sure it was. It might have been the quesadilla <laughs> and the kimchi in the back. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching it, like literally it really was like a tone poem on how, not only how we process grief, but how we process our own humanity. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's the person's father who's passed and you've got like these, I mean, you've got these great, oh my God, when you hear Irish. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. oh God, it's beautiful. The I language know. and mm-hmm. just their names that, the, oh God, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But what I, like I said, what I loved about it was, and like you said, it's, it's called January Hymn. It was like a hymnal on processing grief and just, and it's something that I'm dealing with as I'm getting older because a lot of my older relatives and my mom and other people are getting older and I'm preparing myself mentally for that time when they do pass over. Mm -hmm. But watching that, it was kind of like how, it made me think about my own human existence mm-hmm. and that at one point we're not going to be here and how we deal with mm-hmm. it so it was kind of like these great and the center of photography it, I mean, oh my god I, you know I was mad photography, ma- photography. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> okay. I, I'm an extra that's a, word. that's a new word I'm making it up <laughs> <laughs> like I was mad for because because no. <laughs> I know that they had the awards at the end and I know mm-hmm. uh, what was it was it Seberg yeah uh, Gene Seberg yeah. they won for best yeah. but in my mind I know this was that was our that was, that was a tough decision. That was a hard because one. They were up for that as well. Yeah, I was like, oh, between it, but the cinematography was just so amazing, and it was just so. Shout out to 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 Catherine because Catherine hit me up on Twitter. It was like, how was the moon face? She's so active and involved from across all the way from yes. Ireland. Like mm. she she's a very special filmmaker. Right. She did win uh, Best Original yes. Screenplay. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Congratulations, yeah, Catherine. Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, because it was like, the interaction, international aspect is what I love about the film festival too. It's Thank because you. you get to see him from different worlds. Like he had the one, the first one we saw, um, uh, was it In Their Eyes? The one that was in South Africa? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was really good too. And that was like a, a, an actual story, like linear narrative. And that was mm-hmm. kind of tense. Like the, mm-hmm. when that, they showed that first one, like the audience got real tense. Yeah. We sit in the back like, you <laughs> danger like, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that well, movie's scary. It but is. see, that, that's important yeah. though. It you is. have to decide, you know, and I've, I've done a lot of, you know, screenings or festivals, whatever too, mm-hmm. or like things at the Writers Guild where we have to organize, you know, how we're going to do scenes. <clears throat> you have to take people yep. on a ride. You have yeah. to decide. We start with drama. We start with mm-hmm. comedy. Whatever it is to set the tone, but you got to end a different way. Right. You That's know what right. I mean? So it's interesting. Right, right. Yeah. And, the, and the ones that pop generally have that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, 
There's so much good stuff. But I want to talk to you about um, the film Queer Witch. Mm-hmm. Queer Witch. Yes. That's yes. Funny. Because the way it's described, it's, it's a 12-minute short. Okay. And it's, it's like a documentary, mm-hmm. you know. And it was really interesting because it says that the, the, the tagline in the, the flyer, the little beautiful program we have here, mm-hmm. it says a portrait of Kira, and is it Gael? Uh-huh. Gael? A two-headed monster. So when you see that, that little tagline, yeah. and you're thinking it's going to be this, and you see it, I was so happy that you included a film that deals with the idea of people who who may be genderless, who may be transgender, who may be um, changing the way we think gender is. Because one of the lines I remember at the end of Queer Witch was, um, and I, forgive me, um, Kara and Gael, if I mess it up, but I'm just paraphrasing. It was like, we're not out to destroy the world. We're just out to destroy your world. Yes. <laughs> and I heard that bitch look. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> me too. Oh, Hello. I was like, because it's like one of the things that's coming out, like we're, we're coming into a different age because, you know, the age of Aquarius and all that stuff. <laughs> and people are really questioning what you are and who you are. And those powers that be that have put people in boxes for so long, mm-hmm. they're in a rage right now mm-hmm. because the way the world has been for them is changing and it's crumbling. And they're dying. And they're dying. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. this is their last hurrah. Like mm-hmm. we talked about this a couple they weeks ago. They got 10 more years. And look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. They, done, they done put Trump Mm-hmm. Who? And his confederacy. Yeah, who? <laughs> they put Trump and his confederacy of dunces yes. in power. Yes. So that's the last grasp because these people are frightened. And I was trying to figure out, like, what is it? And I mm. and I just thought when I was watching Queer Witch, I kept thinking, how free of a society mm. would we be in? Like, when we were talking about moonlighting mm-hmm. and we were talking about mm. moonlight, moonlight. And we were talking about how if what if we can just let people be who they need to be without us Correct. putting labels on them? Woo! How free and how much better the world would be. So when you guys saw Queer Witch, when that came through the pipeline, yep. what made you say, this is going in the festival? I don't care what you mofos are doing <laughs> in other festivals, but this one is coming in. That exactly what you just said. It, it struck mm-hmm. us and the mm-hmm. team the team of judges, too. It was mm-hmm. like, yes, uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> It was so profound for me personally um, for, and it just, it answered, it it said what I want to say. Yeah. It said what I want to say. And so I felt that the world needed, needs to see this movie. Because that was from France, right? Yeah. 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 From France. And one, it was beautifully shot. Um, It was elegant and it was real and just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the, the two main characters in the documentary not characters people right mm-hmm. um are just so honest right i felt like i loved them right and i do love them right i i felt such a connection to that film and so did the rest of the i felt team. like i wanted to like have dinner with these folks yeah like hey exactly. you get to come to the table finally look yeah, we all come and we right. have you come to the table bring your bring your fabulousness with you <laughs> yeah. like that scene when they were packing their things to go i, I was like come on come to the table come hang out with us we're gonna yeah. hang out <laughs> the world family's gonna hang out with you yeah. come hang out you know, that kind of thing. And, and that was the feel. Yeah, yeah, and like what a beautiful glimpse into this small community of people who, you know, camp along this this river and are nude and, you know, kiss and you don't even see their identities when they kiss. Right. It's just two beings. Right. And that was what was, it lingered. Right. That was what was mm-hmm. so beautiful about right. the film. It mm-hmm. just kind of lingered along your mind. It wasn't in your face. Right. It wasn't like anything that was too harsh or overwhelming it right. was like 
just a beautiful love story. Right. And I think that that's what we adored about it. Mm-hmm. And what I love too is they had a little separate bag for their dog. Like they're so we're gonna pack the things, we're gonna pack the dog's things, oh, and they yeah. have a little bag for the dog. I said, yeah. those are my people. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You've got a little bag for the dog, and you're packing the dog's things too. Those are my people. Okay. You know. I also think they were living this life. I think we all strive to live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This freedom. I think so many people are afraid to embrace for themselves, mm-hmm. and it was so admirable. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I wanted to be their friend. I know. <laughs> I was like, can we please be friends? And there was also, what was the other one? Oh, God, there's so much good stuff. Um, I do want to talk about... Um, How long is the program? Two hours? Okay. Yeah, we had about, I think it was two and a half hours. Yeah, it's like okay. a 10-minute inter- inter- yeah. intermission. There was one that I really, I mean, there's so many good ones, but as I'm thinking of it, is it op- apotheosis? Oh, apotheosis. Apotheosis, yeah. Yes. I love that. Right with the older woman, and yeah. it was like you didn't even have to really know what the story. Like it, it could be anything you want it to be. But okay, let me give the premise. Basically, there's a woman, an older woman. She might be I don't know. She could be in her seventies. She could be in the eighties, and she has like this little uh, conveyor belt machine. And as she turns it on, these little doll heads come out. Like, mm. and some of the dolls are like fucked up. Some are burnt. <laughs> some are like really jacked up looking. Mm-hmm. And so she's got like a little clipboard, and she's marking off. Like, and she's smiling. Like, oh, look at them, and. Then one holistic-looking doll, normal-looking doll, comes through, and she mm. has this frown, and she takes it, and she crosses off that doll's name. Like she's naming the dolls and things like that. Mm. So it almost felt like... <laughs> That's so you. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been having a talking Tina Twilight Zone flashback. So but I kept oh thinking God. to myself. I know. I kept thinking to myself. It was like one of those really beautiful... And at the end of it, like... She makes like these photographs of all the messed up looking dolls and she sits and has tea in front of it and she's she's content. Hmm. And the idea is kinda like the idea of like we embrace our imperfections. And like, it's almost like she was like a godlike figure and, you know, humanity was going by and there's no perfections, you know, mm-hmm. and the thing that is perfect. So it's not like an evil thing. No, or something. no, no. It was more like almost like a disappointment. Like you mm-hmm. came out like, that's not how I made you. You mm. should be, I don't know. That, that's my interpretation. Interesting. I, what did you, I when you saw that? I love that interpretation. I, know, I like love weird, that. It was this weird thing of like, you know, this person, whoever this figure is, loves the imperfections. Like, perfection is not the ideal. Mm-hmm. It's the striving of something. And the moment she sees that, like, you know, and she's just like, you know, just crosses the name off. And it made me feel good. I don't know why it made me feel good. Because I'm always the one who loves imperfect things who I love, I like when you see a lot of Hollywood actresses, and we talked about this last year, mm-hmm. when they look too perfect, like mm-hmm. the perfectly bleached teeth, mm-hmm. perfect hair, they look too there's fake no to me. There's no real, there's no, no humanity yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. But those actresses that really move me are the ones that are like, you see the lines, you see, you know, yep. they just like real, real women you see on the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I almost felt like that that message was like, no, we embrace those imperfections. That's what makes you beautiful. That's what makes you you. And by striving for this per- perfect thing that, the, and it didn't even, the doll didn't even fit. Like it had like the hair, it was all pretty dress and stuff. Like it didn't fit any of the other dolls as she was smiling. Like some of those dolls are really <laughs> fucked up looking, you know, but there was a beauty in Nate. So when you guys saw that come through, what what was the feeling of that? Like why? I, I in first thing I felt was like, I'm so happy to see an a f- older woman on yes. screen. Yes. Yes. Uh, I was just like, yes. A story about, you know, a real human being, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Right. And lines and everything. And it just was a beautiful... All the images were so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love your interpretation. And the, I just want to say, 
I love just sitting and talking about movies. You were talking, I was like, oh my God, give me more. I just yes, like analyzing yes. it, different people's interpretations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so fun. That's the whole point. Yeah. I talked to so many people after the festival and they're like, well, this movie and this movie and, and they had so many different interpretations yes. than I did. Yes. And that is the point. Right. Yeah. Well, then you learn, right. you learn so much more right. about the film and about yourself. I'm like, oh, I can relate to that or I can empathize with that. Mm. Um, but apotheosis, and the filmmaker is an old. She's not. She's not a young young woman, and I just was so inspiring for me to see, um, a, a, these filmmakers of all different ages, mm-hmm. um, making beautiful work, mm-hmm. stunning work. I was mm-hmm. just blown away. Um, but the the movie itself, I felt like, was a comment on our memories of like mm. like our history mm. and processing that history mm. and acknowledging the different times of our life and aging mm-hmm. and that process and the people that affect us along the line, right. like this journey. Yeah, kind of. like she was logging her right. journey mm-hmm. right. and all the people in it. I don't know, but I love well, maybe that one, maybe that one heifer that came out in her life. She's like, yeah. I remember Annabelle. Yeah, and yeah. And here she comes. Yeah, <laughs> one that made me miserable. Yeah, her off. Exactly. Well, I actually really love the way you looked at it too. But yeah, I was so inspired by that film. Mm-hmm. And then she took photographs of all of them yes. and then posted them up. So it's also like how. Um, how you remember things. Yes. Yeah. Because they're always different than when they actually happened. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, what I loved about all the films, like there was some gentleman who was sitting behind me. So it was interesting in between the shorts when, you know, I'm sitting there leaning back and, you know, the credits will roll through and then you'd hear, like, not to put, you know, gender differences between men and women, how we see things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes men do see things differently. Absolutely. It was interesting to hear them, like, discuss the films mm. they were seeing and they were like at one point there was one oh which one was it I think it was um oh god uh, it shall come to us which is they use zap mama uh-huh. it shall come to us was like a music video mm-hmm. that so was freaking amazing so, yeah. good. so good the choreography the dancing and of course it's zap mama music so you know I was yeah. thinking of some Missy Elliott beats in there <laughs> yeah they too. did yep. yep and it was like so good and and just how they framed it all that stuff is amazing and then after it's over they were like listen to the guys and they were just like that's interesting so I wonder why like there would be like these little pauses oh, how funny. and then I'm they curious. would be like so what do you think what do you think uh, that one was trying to say <laughs> and huh well maybe and after a while you could hear them kind of loosening up a little bit and start to talk mm. about what they see because a lot of times you know when men are at the focal point of a narrative sometimes men and I'm I'm probably being stereotypical, Fine. but I'm going to say <laughs> 85%. <laughs> when they are not the center of retention, sometimes they have a hard time grappling or trying to figure out an in into mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Or they'll look at yep. something like, well, why would a woman put, like, I could, I, like, literally, I could see certain things, certain angles, certain shots that some of the... the the filmmakers were making that I knew was an intuitive, intentional thing. To, I was just going to gonna say yeah, intuitive. To, get, to mm-hmm. get us out of the whole kind of masculine gaze of certain things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, just listening to them interpret back what they thought was just really fascinating. I almost feel like wow. I wanted to do a survey of the men as they were going out. Like, are those who consider the, oh, like, what do you think? So yeah. interesting. Like, what do you think about the films or what films struck you the most? Just to hear what their, their take on it. see who's doing that for you next okay. year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Oh, wait, that's- <laughs> She's on the street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a five-minute survey. Are you identified now? Okay, can I ask you a question? That's interesting. So, 
the day after Thanksgiving in Scottsdale, in the freaking whitest country in the world, <laughs> me and my husband went to um, to the movies with his brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Why were we sitting there? I'm the only black person in the room, by the way. No, really? <laughs> <laughs> only black person. And we're sitting there. You know, everybody's older. Right. And I'm sitting there behind this, must be four or five, you know, people. And they show the trailers to the movies. Why did they show Fences? So they showed all these movies. Wait, what movie did you guys go to see? We went to see the one you guys were with. Arrival. 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 Okay. Forgive me. Let's go see Arrival. And so they were showing all these other, and the last one they showed was Fences. Fences. They didn't say shit throughout the entire thing. Finally, the dude behind me says, well, I won't be going to see that shit uh, like that. Right, right, right. Right, right. And I sat there like this, and I went into this, wow. the, to, you know, right, to right. that mode. Right. And I, I never even saw what he looked like, but right. I already saw what he looked like. Right. I was like, this old ass, 70-year-old, fat, redneck, <laughs> motherfucker. I was there mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. We got up when the movie was over, and I sat there the whole time. I had to get back into the movie because it took me 10 minutes to get past him. Mm-hmm. And I sat there, and I was like, I get up after the movie, and I just turned and glanced, and it was the exact picture of what I knew it was. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, boy, that's scary. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then I went, he going to be going in five years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My man was limping into it. I was like, hey, he ain't he going to be here. Well, like I said, it's that whole idea of like when you get films that are different, yeah. when you've had a narrative, especially in Hollywood, and we're just talking about American films, where the leads have always been white, male, straight, yep. mm-hmm. you know, with some kind Sis. of income, yeah, mm-hmm. where they're so used to being the end all to be all, right. it is very uncomfortable for them to see anything outside of themselves. Right. So when they see things like, I mean, they might actually like fences. Fences mm-hmm. coming from a work, like if we're talking about working class right. people, yeah. Yeah. you might actually have more in common with the characters in fences mm-hmm. who happen to be black people mm-hmm. than you would that. But because you don't want to be part of that world, then guess what? You can just go die and miss sure. out on the good stuff. And I always wonder when I'm sitting there yep. watching the films with moon phase how many of these films that have gotten into this festival were probably shunned or got mm-hmm. to other festivals and people said the same exact I'm same sure. thing mm-hmm. yeah, like sure. what the fuck is this sure. you know like the one um the coward yeah oh yeah god that was such a fun one Oh Isn't my that god! So fun. It was so like oh god! I was so excited, and it was no, just like you can't a, not dance too. When, <laughs> yeah. Like, same like, with it shall come to us. Yes. I was in the back. I was like, just like you can't not move. <laughs> yes. But how must it be for people who aren't open to that? Yeah. To see something like that, especially mm-hmm. with um, you know, with coward, where you have a woman who's pretty much she's dancing in her underwear mm-hmm. and other things too, and she's like, she's like. Her personality is kind of like the introvert. Like, I got to go out and face the world, but I really don't want to. And how do it's I face this? Like yes. yeah, it's like yeah. agoraphobic. Yes, it's like It's like a. It's like a music video of a of a woman who, she kind of doesn't want to be in the outside world. Mm-hmm. You know, she. You know, a couple times she goes up to her front door, opens it, and sees all the hands coming in. She closes the door, and then when she <laughs> did this, get outside, and she's got her baggage, the literally mm-hmm. baggage she's carrying up the thing, and other people are going on their way carrying their baggage easily, and she's sitting here like, how do I deal with my shit? Mm. How do we deal with, I mean, what would you say to people who might be scared to come see Moonface, who are like, oh, that's films that are not for me. They're feminist films, so they're probably not going to be, you know, when clearly... When you see the type of variety that there's, is there, there's mm-hmm. something for everybody there. Sure. For next year's festival, like how are you going to counter or try to encourage those people who, who believe in the stereotypes of what a feminist is? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of the counter narratives that get them to want to come? Wow, 
Yeah, I'm still working on it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. No, I think my instinct there is like it's a struggle. Right. Um, we just keep putting these films at at the to the forefront, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, inclusion. Feminism is about inclusion. Yeah, it's about everybody. Right. And everybody has the female in them. Right. And so to show films and hopefully have people talk about them, mm-hmm. that will spread the word and be like, well, I never would have sat down and watched um, a short music video film about, you know, depression and mental illness. Right. But at the end of the five minutes mm-hmm. that it took me, I, I was in love with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing about um, society these days. I feel like people are really scared to invest in any amount of time to mm-hmm. do something. We're so quick. We're a headline society now. Right, right. And so it's hard for people to sit down and focus. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're at your computer at night. You're not going to sit down and watch a 12-minute short about you know, so-and-so. Right. So that's also the purpose of Moonphase. It's like, we're here and we're going to do it and you're going to be much better off after the fact right. because you're going to be more attached to it than you ever thought mm-hmm. imaginable. Right. Because I think yeah. that, that's what makes it such a successful film festival to me is because it is shorts. They range anywhere from two minutes long, five minutes to ten minutes long and it's like going to a tapas bar. <laughs> Not topless, tapas. <laughs> T-A-P-A-S. She said it with an L. Tapas. <laughs> Where you can get a little bit of something you know, and even if it's something that you've never tasted before or been exposed That's to, right. you get a little bit of it and you can always explore it later. Because I think some of these projects, you can actually, you can still find them online. Or is one of them, I think, <laughs> was yeah. a Queer Witch as part of a web series? Queer Witch is a part okay. of a series okay. of like portraits she okay. does, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, a lot of them, not a lot, a few of them are... Or where we can find access to people. You can find, find access. Those, those like Vimeo, there's some okay. Vimeo. Some of them yeah. are online okay. and some of them are actually parts of web series. So, right, yeah. right. Because I think that's a way for those, you know, to get exposed to like seeing more of these artists' things, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and getting them to, to, to come out there and, um, and check it out. Because I always feel like, like, you know, I'm always inspired by new new work. And, and as a writer, or if you're an actor, one, it's a way to meet other actors. That's right. Two, totally. other writers. Mm-hmm. Or Filmmakers. if you yeah. see a cinematographer, like, like, who is that cinematographer? Who did the, who shot this? Yeah. Yep. And look them up and find that person and maybe connect. You know, I'm just hoping that next year, because there will be a next year's oh, film yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yay. You know, we'll be sitting here 25 years from now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Star, remember back in uh, 2015? Um, yeah, I just I feel like that. yeah, I just feel like more I just want more people to to come and check out Moonphase and to um encourage those filmmakers, especially those of us who listen to us in other countries, submit your stuff. Like this is a challenge right now. You got a whole year. Are you going to have it at the same time next year maybe or We're it's in discussion to change the time okay. possibly to October, okay. not right in the December. Okay. You know, holiday. Okay. At least you Chaos. were early in December. Totally. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like the early December. We're just kind of throwing it out there, but it will be in the fall or winter. Okay. Yeah. Because last year, when did we have it last year? Was it? It was December. Was it December? 5th. Last was it December? Year. Okay. About the same. Yeah. Okay. About the same. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's our job now. More than this, ever. More than ever yeah. to really, like, to speak to that struggle of, mm-hmm. you know, all letting people know this is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um to really promote it that way throughout the year and keep on making more, Mm -hmm. you know, promotional videos. Like we made the one called this, the time is now about feminism is no longer a dirty word. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that kind of stuff, that's what we'll be working on throughout the year is Mm -hmm. really just trying to reach that global audience on that Mm -hmm. level. Right. Look, 
let's join hands. Right. That circle around the earth, right. that image, we are the world. Right. Let's bring it back. Yeah. And Prem, so. I forgot to tell you, I was talking to my mom the day after, and uh-huh. she wasn't there, but she, she was like, you know, next year is going to be so amazing because considering that all of the submissions were, were before all of this political shit yeah. fuck oh, mess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so she's like, can, can you imagine what yes. the next year's submissions are going to be like? Holy right. shit, right. your mom is yeah. awesome oh, and yes. right. That's yeah. a really good yeah. And I, I just got so excited all of a sudden because with all it, the submissions that yeah. we're going to see. I mean, right. he, and us included, we're, we're so inspired, especially. I mean, that sounds so weird. We were so inspired after this election. <laughs> um, I mean... <laughs> inspired by I was fueled by mm-hmm. my anger and my frustration and and sadness sadness mm-hmm. and depression and grief and <laughs> all of that but I was so fueled to make more fucking art that mm-hmm. speaks right. to, to what moon phase is all about right. yeah. and I'm so your mom's right like there's going to be a lot of people making badass shit. And that's, shit. And that's mm-hmm. an historical precedent. It's always happening. Right. It's like whenever yep. things have been crappy in the United States, some of the best art comes out cool. because artists Cheers. are always here to change the world and they always bring forth. I was, I was thinking about last night, I was watching the, uh, on KPPS, they had a documentary about, about hip hop. And it was talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, the creation of it. And it was talking about how those shitty times in the Reagan years before, you know, those really crappy late 70s, Mm -hmm. 80s. And it's like punk rock came out of Thatcher. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, the UB, all that stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, coming out of those really dark times Mm -hmm. and how people use art to express and change things, you know. So on the one hand, even though I was like really mad and upset, like, oh, God, we got Trump, all this crazy stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. at the same time. That, you know, you're older and wiser now, and you think, think of all the fucking good music. Oh my god, films. I was just gonna say, 2016 Absolutely. as far as music. Oh my god, killing it. It's mm-hmm. gonna be I, so good, and it's gonna be so good even in 2017. Yes. I cannot wait for music Correct. in 2017. So, to that's our global so, audience, that's to our exciting. Oh, one more thing I want to say about mm-hmm. what I think is so fantastic about Moonface, especially this year, because it's the article I'm gonna write for Bitch Flicks. Um, I'm trying to get done tomorrow so I can post it up as soon Yay. as possible. Um, but I want to talk about because I. It's the art and the activism, because one of the things I thought was super duper cool on your end was that the Moonface Film Festival, the proceeds are going towards Standing Rock. So the stuff that's going on in in North Dakota and and all the native people who are trying to stand and protect their land and keep this potentially awful thing from happening. Mm -hmm. Um, What made you decide to do that? Like, you know, we have our artists that do stuff and like, yeah, they pay lip service. Two, three, four, Cherokee. Yeah. You know, you make, they you know. might tweet a couple of things <laughs> and be like, hey, support that. Mm-hmm. But oh, proceeds like, of your yeah. film festival. Yeah. Well, over the holiday. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I, I was just looking around, like looking, I went up to Santa Cruz to see some family. My sister's up there and. And my sister is, you know, she's getting her PhD in feminist studies at UC Santa Cruz. Okay, so come to me Thanksgiving dinner. When we get together, you know, we're very much we inspire each other on that level. Mm-hmm. And she's my younger sister and blows my mind. And anyways, she's one of my my heroes, I guess, heroines. Um, <laughs> anyway, we were just talking about this holiday, and I was like, it just struck me. I was like, we have to do this. So I texted Roxanne mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I love you. Let's do this. What do you think? She was like, oh, fuck yes. Mm. So it just was this. And I knew in, from the beginning, I was like, I wanted to give to some organization. I wanted to, we wanted to give back, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, and I didn't know what. And it was just, that's when it really 
struck a chord with mm-hmm. me emotionally. Right. Um, it just makes sense. It just mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so we were just so excited and proud. And yeah, there was no other option at that point. Yeah, yeah. We were just no. It means a lot because, like I said, I told our listeners a couple of weeks ago when I went to the um, Indigenous Comic Con, the very first Native Comic Con. I saw you yes. in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh it was my gosh. A, you know how amazing it is to be in a space where Native people are being geeks mm-hmm. and they're doing cosplay based Incredible. on their cultures. They're doing their own co- little kids, little people who are seeing big people that they could be. They're mm-hmm. meeting comic book artists. You know, I got to see John Redcorn, the guy, uh, the character John Redcorn on, um, <laughs> what is it, The King of the Hill, mm-hmm. the actor who plays him. I was like, oh my God, it's a real native guy who plays a native guy. <laughs> on a, you know, I was excited oh, wow. about that. But it was just the comic books and the art, the music, the panels. And the one of the, the biggest takeaway from that is the idea that native people are like you know we're here and a lot of time people act like we're dead culture and we're not here and Mm -hmm. we're not around and people Mm -hmm. don't support us you know we don't get the visibility as other groups and it was just so wonderful to see artists who are doing this wonderful feminist film festival to say hey we support that and it's always magic when you have art and activism so i don't know um next year is there something is this a precedent you guys are setting or is it just i what do you think i mean i'm Standing Rock, also, if I can add really quickly, it was, I was ins- motivated by um, Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I feel like... Okay. <laughs> Who is she? Mother Earth. No. There's no such thing as global warming. There's no such thing as global warming. You have to meet her. According to Trump. It doesn't exist. Um, but I just, Roxanne and I were both like, that is, that is our core Mm -hmm. everyone this this is our life we're talking about Mm -hmm. this is this is it people right (laughs) if if we don't have this we have nothing right there ain't no other planets right now we know of (laughs) i was like we got to start here right right that's just wanted to add that okay um that motivation Mm -hmm. yes water is life right um and what was the question, though? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a precedent for yeah, you? Like maybe for like next year, maybe some different or, or different group or something, you know, because I love the idea when artists do put activism in it. Like a lot of people say, you know, oh, you shouldn't do that because people might not support you and all that. But I always feel like, like I said, artists oh, no. change the world yep. and they inspire changes that are to come. I mean, is there something like you guys might want to do, like different, you know, or different organizations that you might want to support? Absolutely. There are a million. A million. But yeah, I think <laughs> I want... It's too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're going to... I What I want would like to do would be to, from the very beginning, hook up with an organization, mm-hmm. partner ups on some form right. where we could promote each other and then proceeds um, would go towards... Mm-hmm whatever organization we chose Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. you know um but yes that is definitely we want to continue being able to i just thought that was so cool because on your event right like you can put any like you had like a a standard amount and then you can add whatever you want and all the proceeds would go to that and that was such a cool thing for people like not only not only am i going to an event to see some films but i'm supporting some people too so on that note roxanne let me ask you this what are some things you'd like to see for next year's Festival. Oh, there is a long list. <laughs> um, that's what's so exciting about experiencing it for my first time is mm-hmm. how many things we want to do differently mm-hmm. for the next time. Um, uh, 
let's see, the biggest thing I want it, I want us to be a nonprofit okay. so that we can mm. grow um, and, you know, have people at, sponsor us mm-hmm. and be more involved. Because I think when you're not a nonprofit, people yeah. get a little shy right, of, right. of being involved. So that's the biggest thing. It's and the next step. It's the next step. And um, big step. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want to want to have it in a theater. We, both of us were talking about Ooh, that. Okay. We want to do it in a theater, even though Conduit was such an amazing space. Right. Um, we want it, I want it to be a little bit more cinematic mm-hmm. um, for the filmmakers okay. because I know how exciting that is to see your film hmm. up, you know, up close and up in a close yeah. in a yeah. in a theater. Right. And right. So I think those are the two biggies. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the theater thing we're we're debating because we don't want to lose that essence of the celebration aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want the cinematic experience too. Right. So we're kind of. Don't you got, don't you got some w- hookup at the yeah. Writers Guild or something? Uh, or with the Directors yeah. Guild? Because I know they had the theater and they had that outside Yeah, stuff. you have to be in either or. Uh, to, to, but could to, they, like, if they're uh, a nonprofit, they help support? Mm, no? But there are some, there are some <laughs> really you, cool so. theaters <laughs> that are about, you know, that you could, like the Gay and Lesbian Center has, remember when I did mine at the Rinberg? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rinberg oh, Theater, yeah. have you ever been there? No, I haven't, but I know Because I mean, you guys could all stand on that air and it's got the big screen and the great sound. Yeah, we wanted, like yeah, and LA has such a plethora yeah. of yeah. amazing theaters that aren't being used, mm-hmm. old theaters. Yeah. 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 I think that that would be an incredible idea. We want to do yes. panels, which I would yeah, love panels. Oh, both awesome. of you to yeah. be a part yeah. of. We, and and if the Q&As with the filmmakers, a lot of filmmakers reached out about that and so that was something I felt bad about that we didn't do this year but i really would love to do that because i w- they're the the voices we want right we want to hear after the films mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. right it's so exciting to talk to filmmakers after you see Definitely. their, their work Definitely. and they're, they're so excited yeah. and especially if you have somebody there who really could moderate the pit yeah, the pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pit. you know because i no, we did it with with um architects of crime just recently we were in a bunch of festivals and we oh, go there cool. and we finish and they would line us all up, and there would be like some random person who didn't even know how to really ask us questions. And I'm like, why is this person right. <laughs> doing? You need a model. <laughs> you need somebody to run yeah. it. You know what I mean? Lisa, yeah. when, I, when I see those pictures of you on the internet, and you had that one look on your face, I'm like, somebody in the ask. And Hillier's like, why don't I have somebody? <laughs> I can tell when I see your pictures. I'm like, have you even seen the movies? Or, oh, you know no. I mean? oh, it does make it make it yes. a lot easier if you yeah. have someone. Oh yeah. man. Well, what about you? What are some things you want to see? For the next one, like then we'll wrap oh it up. wow, um, I agree with Roxanne. I I want to see more people, mm-hmm. um, more inclusiveness. Just keep that flowing. Um, what else? God, I have some ideas for next year um, as far as other forms moon phase can get out there, but I'm not too sure about them yet, so mm-hmm. I don't want to put them out there. Okay. But, um, Thinking of doing some sort of publication. That's okay. all. Okay. Some sort of. So, where can we find Moon Phase? Because do you have on your website? Can people donate money, or do you have anything that's set up like that? We're going to. Okay. Um, that's in the works because I realized we can keep donating to Standing Rock after the festival, and we can keep donating. We we will need support actually for the festival as well. Okay. So yeah. there's a lot of things that are we're brainstorming on how we can mm-hmm. keep that momentum flow, going. Momentum mm-hmm. going. Well, I just want to say, I mean, I think it's great that you guys are helping um, the Native American culture. You should continue to do it. You should also find ways. Remember, without your festival, you can't even help them. 
Exactly. So just exactly. make sure you find the festival. Find the festival <laughs> yeah. so that you can help them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't not help them at all, but just make sure you yeah. can do both. A lot of people said that to us, which yeah. was it was like a very I was like, thank you, you know, and you're right. We need to make sure we can do this next year. Right, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> We're like, yay, you know, it's just but we will. Yeah. And it's yeah, we're gonna. I mean, do you did your part. You donated. Yeah, that, we that amount. Did our That's part. great. So, but now, raise the money to do the next festival, exactly. right? Because and the make goal the decision is, of where to go to. Right, you yeah. support. Right, right. Yeah, but the whole year round of keep raising yeah. money, it's great. But now you're not making any money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all Thank I'm saying. You, okay. That's my producer hat. That's my producer hat. <laughs> got to put that out there. Hat. Hey, I got a lot of Indian blood no. too, so I'm not about not. Thank s- you. You could have said it about anybody. I would have said the same thing. So. Yeah. No, right. I, right. I, right. I totally feel you, and I hear you, and you're totally right. Of course, need to, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bigger, better, um, more all-inclusive, more people, mm-hmm. getting the word out to more human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the website so people know yes. they can get more information. Yeah, so, then just next go into year. your, your uh, okay. where you're at and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All right, so we're at uh, www.moonfazefilms.com slash festival. Um, check out, you'll find everything about last 2015, 2016. Um, and on social networking, we're at, at Moon Phase Femme Film uh, on Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, it's Moon Phase Feminist Film Festival, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you'll find us. You'll find us there. Uh, all of our social networking is also on the website. And yeah, if you want... Where can they find you? Me? You can find me on Instagram at Premstar Santana or www.premstarsantana.com. And what else? What else? What else? Please follow us. Join the Moon Phase Magic, the Moon Phase Movement. Yes. Like get that fairy like dust, girl. Get that get it going. <laughs> it what is about, magical. What about you, Roxanne? Where can we find you? You can hit me up at uh, Roxanne Morrison at Roxanne Morrison on Instagram, <clears throat> and um, yeah, through all the Moon Phase handles as well. You're not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. You're not a Twitter fiend? Nope. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I heard you earlier. I was like, oh. I'm a Twitter fiend. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. She's 247. She I tweet right to now. her anyway, but she doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was looking for Roxanne. I don't see her. Is she real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so IG. Exist. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for being able to have another festival. I love it. I'll be at the next one as many as you guys Yay. have. Um, I'm where, always excited. Where are you at? I am on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find you can find me. You can find me. Yeah, you can always find me on Twitter. You can always find me uh, if I'm not busy on Saturdays or or on a panel or doing something. I'm always tweeting with the Geek Soul Brother and the whole fam. Hey fam, all the nerdy geeky people for Saturday Night Sci-Fi. Um, when uh, Graveyard Shift Sister has her Friday Night Horror, mm. we do that. Ooh. When they have the, the 80s or 90s live tweet with Black Girl Nerd. Shout out to Black Girl Nerds and the Black Girl Nerd family. Shout out to all the people who are out there being geeky and being supportive of one another on Twitter. I see a lot of us out there who are artists, who are making films, who are writing, who are signal boosting each other. And um, thank you for that, because um, that's how we, you know, we connect, mm-hmm. make things happen. <clears throat> make sure you guys do uh, check out Moon Phase. And please come out to the festival next year. You can come hang out with me. Yay. If they got the free, the free wine in the back, you can sit in the back next to me. <laughs> <laughs> And when the Korean barbecue truck comes through, we'll have our snacks all ready together, sitting back there in the back having fun. That's a cool thing, too. Mm-hmm. I love a theater where you can eat. 
I can't yes. stand right. being in a screening and, and you can't yes. eat while I'm drinking. But if you can, yeah. <laughs> like I have to stop myself from getting up and walking outside to the food I can't truck. Have I can't have no popcorn, any kind of red vines, nothing in here. <laughs> Why That's am I screening worst. here? That is actually the worst. I agree. That's how you enjoy it. You yes, just, you know, you're talking, you're talking, you get a little exactly. loose, and you're like, "Hey, who's that person?" You get comfortable. <laughs> can I do a quick shout out? Yes. Okay, okay real quick. Um, Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. real quick and bye yeah and scene um, no I just want to say thank you to all the filmmakers this year yeah, sure. you are brilliant you are inspiring I am so grateful Roxanne and I both felt like mothers to your film definitely yes. we were like these are our babies um, we cherish your work um, again we were, we're so proud of you so and to represent proud. you and you guys are what made yes. Moon phase, what it was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, 100%. And to everyone, all of our sponsors this year, to the team who came out to volunteer your time and energy, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to Lisa and Woo. Hilliard, mm-hmm. I love you guys. You you made me want to cry, Lisa, hearing you talk about Moon phase. Um, I'm excited I, about it. I'm just like, you. What your words are so inspiring, and you as a human being are so inspiring. Oh, thank you. And I'm just yeah. so on, I'm honored <laughs> no, to be here. I'm always for Hillary, the grassroots. No, no. I'm always, so... I'm always for the grassroots, and I'm always for people who, because you, like you said, you never know who's in that audience watching. You never know who the next artist that you're cultivating mm-hmm. That's right. from doing something different. So I always feel like you're planting seeds, and my job is just to go out there and make sure nothing <laughs> comes through the door and stops on it. That's my job. She's yeah. security. Okay, I'm security. Yeah. Make sure nobody stomps on it. And I wanted to see it grow bigger and better. And Thank also you. I want to say, hey, Catherine Candy, Catherine, January Ham, if you're ever in the United States and in L.A., you got to come on the show. we got to yes. talk about that short. Yes. You know, congratulations. Go, send on, it to us. Let yes, me see it. I want to see it. it. You know, sure. um, and all of you filmmakers who, who submitted to it, um, bravo for one, being brave enough to, to share your work. And for a lot of those uh, actors, I think a lot of them were like, in their own projects and writing their own stuff mm-hmm. and just, you know, being open to sharing it with a bunch of queer, crazy people who are having fun watching it. So those of you who are thinking about doing a short, consider submitting it to Moon Phase. All you got to do is have a female lead. You could be a guy, a girl, trans. You can be anything you want to be. Just have it be female-centered. Have it be good. And I'll be sitting there with my Korean barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> As she said for the yeah. 20th time. I gotta let y'all know. That's slang in Korea. Okay. We'll give props yeah, to that. That's, that's slang in Korea. It's gonna be a moon yeah. phase tradition. Korean barbecue should be giving us donations. Okay. Look, look, look. That's gonna be a moon phase tradition okay. for me. Korean barbecue exactly. sitting in the back. Oh, and it's M O O N F A Z E. That's Just wanna, you know. Yes. Because you know people are gonna be misspelling it like in my They're gonna be like P H A S E. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. M O O N F A Z E Moon Phase. <laughs> <But> her story <laughs> phase, yes. And I'm your host, Hilliard Gibbs. Did you say where you were? Yet? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes, she yep. ain't on Twitter. I'm, That's I'm right. not on Twitter. Yes. She, <laughs> again, she has self control. <laughs> <laughs> I do not exist in the Twitter exactly. stratosphere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Instagram or nothing? Yeah, Instagram, Roxanne Morrison. Did you say yes. that? Yes. Did I miss yeah. that? Yeah, she, look at you. <laughs> You're okay. thinking about Korean barbecue over <laughs> I'm there. Tired. You got, I need some food. Look, you got that Tulsa. You're so good. You soon as you're done here, you got to be back on that Tulsa script. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank anyway. you for having us, Hillier. No problem. No problem. We appreciate you guys. Um, follow us. <laughs> you can follow oh, me uh-huh. on Twitter. Where? Where? At Hilliard Guest. Yes. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrentroom at gmail.com. Please follow us on Facebook. Oh, I keep forgetting that. Hilliard Guest at Screenwriters Rant Room. <clears throat> um, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, before I go out, I got to do this little something for Roxanne over there. Yes. 
Little Roxanne over there. <laughs> Yo, can't go. I don't think that you dance, oh, but you Lord. went about the matter. But no, it's period. Yes, I was supposed to go in for you. <laughs> so anyway, y'all know how we do it on the rant room. That's the cut. Join in with us, y'all. On this show, we keep it real. Mm-hmm. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2016. 2016. About to be 17. About to be 17. 17. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Let the beast about the cage That light about the dark Can you build the inferno From the itty bitty spark Coffee shop hustlers Rise with the cream A million of the writers Same Hollywood dream Your pen and paper All like bullets in the gun Write what you feel Say what you want In, in the, the red room We say what we say We do what we feel We gotta keep it real In the red room All about the crap So look, if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get in. Mm-hmm.